G'day, this is Mark Rafferty, also known as Dr. Darcy Tyler on Neighbours. Alan Fletcher here, aka Dr. Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours. It is Jason Cruz here, also known as Nicholas Atkins. And you're listening to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. The best podcast in the entire world. JK, Adam, thanks for taking me down memory lane. You are the best UK Neighbours that anyone could ask for. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch, the award-winning podcast that is sometimes about neighbours. I am your host of Sarge JK, and today I have Adam with me. All right. And we've been watching Neighbours episodes 8,928 to 31 on Amazon Freebie. What a week. It's... What a week, yes. However, I definitely think it was a week of two halves. Yes, two very, very distinct halves, uh, which we will get into very shortly, uh, quickly, just a little bit of admin. I know, I know, you admin fans out there love this. Uh, keep your eyes on our socials, the Neighborhood Rewatch. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on TikTok, we're on other shit as well. I think I can't quite remember uh, that threads one. I don't really bother with that to be honest. Though Bebo is that still a thing? Bebo, <laughs> that was like Scottish MySpace, I think. Oh really? Yeah, I had like three friends of it, and two of them were from Scotland. Interested. Yeah, Bebo was big in Scotland. Uh, we've got something special coming at the weekend, so yeah, keep your eyes on that and you will see the reveal of what that is. Uh, also, I've had on the socials, we've had a couple people. There was from the podcast last week, uh, me and Adam re- recalled a story when uh, we just legged it from a drunken friend who fell in a bush. Yeah. Not, I'd, definitely not my finest hour. I'm not. I'm, to be fair, um, it probably was your finest hour. Thinking about some of your other hours, that was probably the, the finest. <laughs> uh, but there was a couple of people concerned about the friend in a bush. Uh, oh, he's fucking fine. Don't feel sorry for that poor bastard. He lives in fucking New Zealand now, living his best life. He's having a fucking great time. If anything, we helped him. <laughs> At that point, he went, I can't rely on my two best friends. Uh, I'm off to fucking New Zealand. See you later, cunts. Uh, but yeah, he he was fine. He managed to get home fine, and quickly left the country after that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this week with neighbors straight off the bat. Right, before we get into the week with neighbors, oh, okay, let's start. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Hang on. Um, last week on the podcast as well, you were talking about the Chemical Brothers, and oh, you were going yeah. through the Chemical Brothers. I'm pretty sure people want to know how that went. I know I do. It was fun. It was straight away. It was a fucking eye opener for you, wasn't it? It was really fucking awesome. simple, fucking fun trip out. Go on. The best. Right, way stop. I... What did you wear? Uh, what did I wear? Top I wore hat. a hoodie in the end. Hoodie and jeans. Casual. Yeah, I went casual in the end. I felt like this is a casual thing. So I you, went... what were the other people wearing? Did you fit in when you got off the bus or whatever to see this gig? There was quite a mixed bag of people. There were some people dressed up quite nice. Right. Uh, there were some people dressed up as in like Halloween stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, there were some people who just showed up in basically their pajamas. I would say it was so. I, I definitely was not the worst dressed there, which is which is quite a new experience. Well, that's a win straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way I can describe the whole experience was an assault on the senses. Oh, 
because fuck me, was it loud? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Chemical Brothers. If you'd known about the Chemical Brothers or had a clue or liked any of their songs before you went, you would know that it was <laughs> fucking loud. Yeah, but I, I don't have to play their music loud. I can play it at the volume I choose to in my car or on my my okay. speakers at home. Got the so... lullaby remixes of the Chemical Brothers, <laughs> and you're just calmly sending yourself off to sleep. Yeah, so, so I don't have to play it loud, so it doesn't have to hurt my ears. Uh, Chemical Brothers chose not to go down that route and absolutely hurt my ears to the point they were still ringing the next morning. Oh. Like to the point where I was like, "Shit, did I drink last night?" Oh, I did drink. I only I had two pints, but in one bit, a massive cup. And was it about forty-two pounds? <laughs> I think it was seventeen pound. Fuck off! Seventeen pound for a two pint of unknown lager. They didn't tell you what lager he was. He went no. two pints, seventeen quid. You'll need a massive piss after it. Chemical Brothers Home Brew. Oh. <laughs> And did they play all the ones you know? Did you sing along? Were you having a good time? Yeah, they played a couple that I knew. There was quite a few that I didn't know, I'll be honest. There you go. Uh, It was was a bit annoying because there was like, there was a couple I knew and then they'd skip very past, quickly past it. So I'd be like, oh, I know this one. And this is the one, the Noel Gallagher one or whatever. And then like, they'd play two seconds of it and just go, no, here's one of the album tracks, dickheads. Oh, no. When you go to a gig, you want them to play, you want... You want the hits, don't you? If you've if you've spent your hard earned money, or in your case, picked up a free ticket, you want you want the ones you know. Otherwise, what's the point? True. What did they do for an encore? Did they do an encore? Uh, yeah, kind of. They never actually left the stage. They just turned the lights up for a bit, did a bit of like waving, and then went one more song, dickheads. Uh, the song that they did, I do really like. It is an album track, but it's like the album closer off, like the second album. It is a really cool song. It's like one of those kind of eight, nine. Do you even call it a song? Uh, it's not got any words, so probably not. No, this is uh, the problem. And then, like, so the other assault, apart from the noise, apart from my ears still ringing and me feeling hungover the next morning because I was quite discombobulated. Uh, the other assault was on the eyes because obviously there's no one singing on the stage; they are just pressing play essentially and then yeah. doing that DJ thing of putting the arms up in the yeah in the air. Uh, so there's lots of visuals going on. Uh, some of them suspiciously looking like Windows 95 screensavers. Not going to lie. But okay. <laughs> but super, super bright. To the point where like, sometimes you ju- I had to close my eyes because it was that fucking bright. Well, this is what you want for a night out, isn't it? You want, <laughs> you want to wake up not knowing where the fuck you've been. You want ears ringing. You want to possibly like have gone blind. This, it's not, I'm not surprised by any of these things you're saying though. This is what I would expect, and you should have known this going in. Mm, yeah, I was quite naive thinking about it. In, did you make in, any like, friends? Were you because ne- you were by yourself? Did you were the people I next did. to you nice? Uh, yeah, I did actually go with a couple of people that I knew. In the oh, end, okay. I realised they were going as well. I did bump into someone as well that I used to work with years and years ago, which was quite. And I did that awkward thing, like because I recognised the face right away. I was like, ah, oh! but the name was not coming. No. So I'm there, you know, you're shaking hands, you're hugging, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's you, it's you. What How are you doing? To? And you try um, and get you piece it together with some clues, though, don't you? Like, were you trying to do that? 
Yeah. Uh, I did ask. I do remember his sister was really hot. So I had the first thing I asked him, rather than about himself, Our about sister. his wife. Who's I've met his wife as well. As well, his wife's lovely. He's got two kids now, I think. Uh, first thing I asked him was, "How's your sister?" That's what you knew, though. So you had to go yeah. with it. I was, yeah. How's your insanely hot sister? I heard she got divorced. Whoa, you haven't. <laughs> Maybe after this. Uh, so all in all, you had a, you had a you had a decent time. Would you go again? No. Excellent. I've done it. I've done it now. Done I've, it. I've... Take, that, take that off your fucking bucket list. Yeah. Bang. Done. Uh, for all in all, for seventeen quid for the the two pint that I bought. Yeah. It was worth seventeen quid. Okay. Fair. So, fair so here's the thing. That's pretty good. That's that's the review on the Chemical Brothers. Um, we watch Neighbours on freebie, which means they don't cost you anything. They're free. Mm-hmm. Although. By the end of this week, did you have ringing ears and did you wish you'd gone blind having watched them? What were your thoughts on this week's episodes? We said oh. it was a week of two halves. What do we mean by that? Well, so the first two episodes of this week were very, very central to the best storyline going on right now. Agreed. Which is the war between two families, two tribes going to war, the Varga Murphys and the Rodwells. So the cliffhanger last week was that Remy had got a letter, clearly written by a psychopath, yeah. and clearly filled with sugar. And she was well, like, yeah. more well, through laws, it wasn't sugar, was it? No. Uh, there, was a couple of <laughs> there was a couple of bakers online that I saw that was like, that's not baking soda. That is not the consistency of baking soda. It was too granulated. It wasn't powdery enough. Exactly. Basics, basics. Uh so yeah, th- that was the first two episodes, and then the other two episodes were all the other storylines we don't really care about. No, the first half of the week was good, the second half was shit, and we're <laughs> going to tell you why, and the things that did make sense, and the things that didn't, and the things we enjoyed, and the things we didn't, um, over the next, let's try and do an hour from now. That is my goal, because I do feel like we're going on a little bit, mostly with your ending, that's usually 40 <laughs> minutes, but Bit of advice now for you. If it sounds like we've wrapped everything up, just switch off there. There's probably another 10, 15 minutes and you're thinking, I don't want to miss anything. You won't. Um, But we'll try and and bash this out in an hour from now. Talk about the first half of the week. Also, we also, it doesn't matter when you tune out. Straight Straight away, we were ready to go there and he's had to go over it again. So now I apologize. He's just added another 30 seconds on for no fucking reason. I know I'm now part of the problem because I'm talking about it. I feel like I'm the you, you the listener at this point, and you're thinking, just talk about fucking neighbors. Go. Okay, I will go. So, cliffhanger last week. You've already told us what the cliffhanger was. Talk, Talk about this week. Said get out, and she's like, get out. She said get out. So the kids and Kara get the fuck out of the house. Uh, JJ, they, they they have a good little wash outside. Yep, and uh, just wash their hands and the face, just make sure that they've not got anything on them. And uh, then JJ's like, ah, oh, Andy's home because I know his schedule and he's my best mate. Let's go see what he's. I'll, I'll go get him now. Uh, and Andy's, I really like that Andy was just grilling some eggs on his barbie when JJ. Yeah, he was grilling some eggs. He was he cut. I think he like hard boiled them and then like previously hard boiled them and then grilled them. This is this this, brilliant observational skills here about the (laughs) eggs. 
<laughs> so Andy calls the police, obviously. Kara's uh, a massive bitch to Andy still. She really she this as well. I thought she was. Is she? What was she doing? She's just like Andy's trying to help. Like you know, Remy's got potentially anthrax. You know, she's about to potentially die. That's what they think it is. They think yeah. it's anthrax straight away. They're like anthrax in the house. It's back. It's been away for a while. It's making a triumphant return to like mail and like anthrax threats. And Remy thinks that's what it is. That's why she sends everyone else out. Um, and straight away, Andy, the policeman, um, is onto this as well. What's Kara doing though? Is she does she not want his help? What's the deal? Yeah, she just doesn't want his help. She's like, stop interfering. I will deal with this. And Andy's like, well, no, I'm kind of trained to deal with this. So let me f- let let the fucking professional handle it. So we go. He goes and speaks to Remy from the door. Uh, puts puts his uh, shirt over his nose. So that that's that's nice and safe. That beats everything. That's obviously from his training. Um, yeah. <laughs> use your sleeve. Um, that will help. And he does it from the door. Remy has not moved. She is. She spends this ep- the entire episode just sat rigid at the dining room table. Just sat there like that. <laughs> doing it. But I, like, and she says it's so. She doesn't want to move the particles, but she sat in them. I don't understand why you'd continue to sit in... You've sent your family out. Well done. That's a great quick thinking. Get the fuck out quick. And they do. I would... I get why she doesn't want to move the particles that are in the air. I would not stay sat in them, though. No. I would have moved a little bit at first and gone, that's where it all came out of the envelope. I'll move. She doesn't. She sits in it. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go somewhere comfy, to be honest. She's been she's been a bit of a martyr here, I think. There's no need to sit in the in the anthrax at this stage. Yeah, because it's like all over her hand as well. Because she's cut her hand and then it's like all over, her. and she doesn't like just knock it off. Like no, go wash your hands. Like she could, she could have easily washed her hands. Nice, had a nice hot shower. Like she's got the whole house to herself. Whole house to yourself. At this point, the team's got to come in and do whatever. They, that they're on their way, but they get delayed. Blah blah blah. Um, You'd you'd what you'd wash it, wouldn't you? You'd try, you'd get out of there. I don't know why she sits in it. it makes no sense. No. Uh, well, outside, Wendy's. I think she's putting the bins out, and she's Spoiler. like, "What?" She loves putting them bins out. She does. She's like, "What the fuck's going on? There's all drama over here." And so she runs over, and Andy explains it all, and then Wendy's like, "Fuck! I need to say something to you, Garrett, that you are not going to fucking like here." Uh, Wrong time to say something, I think. You think? No, I think. She makes it all about her, eh? I'm not. I was not impressed about this. I, I'm, I'm going to say now though, I did really enjoy the first two episodes. I'm going to say okay. now that's me picking at picking at it because that's my character on this fucking podcast. I've got to moan and point things out, but um, I did actually enjoy these two episodes. I will, however, now explain things that I didn't like and why I thought it was shit. Wendy wound me up. She wound me up in this episode because she starts saying it like they were trying to get somebody safe at this stage. They're trying to save Remy from the anthrax. And she's like, oh, I've got to tell you something. Fuck off. We're trying to get the police in, the, the hazmat team, the ambulance. Fuck off. So she tells them, she basically says, oh, my fault. Um, it It was. Yeah, it was. It was her fault. And then this, so this is when I was, so I, I think I even texted you at one point and said, 
good this good this week. And it was halfway through the episode because there was tension, there was drama. I was like, well, what the fuck's going on? This is a new family. Are they going to kill one of these bitches straight away? I was a bit like that. Um, and then Wendy ran in the house and I went, fuck off. <laughs> it wound me up when she ran in the house. Yeah, but I think that's... I think that's quite quite very true to Wendy's character, though. Yeah. She is the kind of person, if she thinks she's done something wrong or thinks that someone's going to not like her for something, she's going to try and fix that. I really go overboard to try and fix that. This Straight away. Thing, I, I, I definitely agree. That is part of the character. and the, the, it, that was, it made sense that she would do that as her. However, it just made me think this woman is an idiot. <laughs> Not Candice Leask, Wendy. Like, Andy came to the door to speak to Remy with his sleeve over and said, don't worry, we're going to do everything we can. Like, what do you think it is? Blah, blah, blah. She tells him I've cut myself. I'm probably going to die. And he's like, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> so Wendy could have gone to the door, not endangered herself. She comes and sits down at the table next to Remy Moving all the air particles around, which Remy is so worried about, she makes her have a conversation, which I would think involves opening your mouth and breathing more, which is probably not good when you're sat in a load of anthrax. And also, I think even Remy says it to her, she says, you've got a daughter. So she's she's completely disregarded Sadie. She's fucked off. Like, all she wants to do is come in and... I don't know, I, I seek a forgiveness or something. I didn't appreciate it at all. A lot of the time, if you can't do anything about it, apologising is for you. It's not for the person, I think. That is a very wise statement, Adam. I like that. I've got a few of them. So <laughs> I was just like, I, 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 was just, I just thought, you're an idiot at this stage. And I know people, people have liked it, and I get what you're saying about, oh, it goes with her character. It does. And people were, oh, this is brilliant. You're seeing all these sides to Wendy and, and, and everything. But this was a side I just thought, you're an idiot. You're, you've caused a problem. And at this stage, you're only making it worse for yourself and everyone around you. It was a bit, I thought it was a bit childish as well. She's just run in. I'm going in. The police have told you not to, dickhead. Yeah, Andy's like physically trying to stop Kara from getting in. Because mm. he promises Remy saying, I'm not going to let her in. Because he, yeah, well, he, he's right. not expecting when to do this. No, he says to Kara, you've got those kids. If the worst happens, they're going to need you. His own wife goes, fuck my kids, and goes in the house. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think this is potentially why Andy's never fucking mentioned this whole JJ sperm donor thing as well, because and we'll get to it in, in, in a moment, is that like she Wendy would then go overboard with all of that stuff. And and they do. They do go overboard with it yeah. later on. Uh, so, yeah, Wendy and Remy do some bonding. Really, really strong scenes here. In the um, anthrax. Yeah. That episode, by far, has been the best episode of Neighbours since the return. Yeah, agreed. Right, absolute, absolute country mile. Fantastic stuff by everyone involved. Uh, but once they've bonded... They found out it's baking soda. It's fucking baking soda. It's fucking baking soda. So everyone's back in. Uh, Kara, rather than just being relieved, just is still fucking angry at everybody involved. Starts having a go at Wendy again. Uh, Andy starts sticking up this time for Wendy. 
which he doesn't do that often, to be fair. I he does kind of just, he does try and play it. He's like, well, I'm the policeman. I shouldn't really, you know. He hasn't got his involved. wife's back at all. Eh? I mean, she's. I reckon being married to her would be fucking draining. Um, <laughs> but he, 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 through all this, he's never really had a back. And Kara's been giving him shit. And he should be jumping to her defence a bit more. Because at this point, Kara's like, you fucking bitch, it's your fault. You nearly killed her with that baking soda and blah, blah, blah. Um, I want a bit more from him. I need him to be a bit more assertive. Yeah. Well, he finally did it this time. But then that causes even more argument between everyone. And then JJ at this point can't fucking take it. He feels terrible about everything. And then just fucking blurts it out. Goes, I, I'm, this is all my fault. Also, I think Andy's my dad. I think he's my dad. Uh, great fucking cliffhanger as well. I was really worried because I was watching the timer on Freebie and I'm like, oh shit, there's a minute 30 here. They're not going to fucking finish with this. They're going to send this and then finish with something really shit, but it was just all the previews for the next episode and the credits, etc. So yeah, we pick it up in the next episode. JJ's explaining how he's kind of come to these inclusions. So this friend, Philippa, a mutual friend of Kara and Andy from their time in Werribee. Yeah. Uh, he's read... Philippa's diary and figured that they knew each other and that and she came she'd came to Philippa had come to Andy and said, Can I have some sperm please? And Andy gone, give us five. Yeah. But she told Andy that she destroyed the sample. Yeah. I'm not quite actually, I am quite so I've got I've got a sperm story for you here, Adam. This is worrying. This is worrying. So I used to work for a catering company, but they made, the catering was kind of one of, it's not where they made their main money. Their main money was cleaning contracts. And I was going through the health and safety manual one day, just part of some training, I had to do some online training or whatever. And I came across their uh, procedure of how to deal with uh, semen, if you come across semen. All right. Uh, so their official policy was, that you should get some paper towels, let that soak into the paper towels, obviously wear gloves, yeah, and then burn said paper towels. That's how you would dispose of of it. So Wow. Yeah. It's an interesting fact for you. What, there. If, it, what if the sperm are dried? Because that's not soaking in if it's dried. You've got to, you've got to pick that off, haven't you? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, it's too early in the morning for this. I do apologise. You've got to have, uh, what you call it, a plan B here. Uh, your option. <laughs> of course you... we want the sperm to soak in. Of course we do, but we can't always get what we want. <laughs> but if we try sometimes, you might find, get what you need. Okay? <laughs> and someone needed sperm, and it was Kara. Kara needed some sperm from somewhere. She, she put in a call to the American donor, the American Sperm Association, or whatever they're called, and she said, give me some of your finest sperm. I'm in Australia. You're American. So but I, that made no sense to me. Why wouldn't you get some Australian, good old Aussie sperm? Why are yeah, you trying to get an American donor? Exactly, because that's going to dry up on the way over there, right? This is the problem. You want it to soak in, not dry up. There's plenty of sperm in Australia, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, but they, they paid this American sperm specialist. But it wasn't quite working. Uh, so Kara got desperate and then 
Philippa, this friend. I really hope we get to meet this Philippa. Uh, She's dead. She's dead. That's why they've got all her shit. But I'm thinking in the flashback week, which is coming uh, 13th of November. Big things are coming on that week. Big things are coming. I'm hoping we get some Philippa. Maybe Philippa on a deathbed, something like that. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, Philippa's gone. Listen, told this guy, Andy, I, I destroyed his sperm. Uh, I've managed to keep it wet. Do you want it? It's in the fridge next <laughs> to the fucking orange juice. Um, just, I've just happened to got some spare. I've got some spare sperm for you, like you do. That seemed a bit convenient for me. Someone wanted some sperm. Someone had some sperm, kept it in the fridge. Decided they didn't want the sperm, or for whatever reason, and said, "Don't worry, I've got some spare sperm. Do you want the sperm?" Cara went, "Well, if the sperm's going spare." And then that was it. Yeah, get it, get it up there. And uh, Kara explained this to Remy as she was desperate. They were desperate to conceive. And uh, we found out later that Remy was just getting a residency at this point, so she's kind of early twenties. And uh, because you, Adam, you're a little bit confused about the timelines here as well. I don't know if you want to talk about that now. Um, kind of the timelines, yeah, kind of how old everyone is supposed to actually be. Um, yeah, because I think I, when the, what they call Varga Murphys, when mm-hmm. they rocked up, I thought straight away, especially Kara, this isn't a, a slight on Remy at all, but I do think Remy looks a little bit older than Kara. I don't know yeah. how old Kara's supposed to be because she's got these two boys. I think JJ's got to be 16, 17 because he's doing his driving, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which is okay. But that, like, that was that was a bit strange when they first arrived, but then when they explain, so Andy's giving it like this sperm because Andy and Wendy were trying to have a baby but were struggling with it. Mm-hmm. But the but then Sadie must she's not in school, and JJ yeah. is, and he's sixteen, seventeen. So Sadie's got to be eighteen, nineteen, I think. Yeah, ish. So how old were they? Uh, like looking at like how old are Andy and Wendy supposed to be? I'm thinking they're about thirty-seven. Yeah, Protect that's the a guess of an age for them, and I think they could easily be thirty-five as well. Yeah, yeah, they look fantastic. So if they're thirty-five-ish, thirty-six, thirty-seven, how old were they when they had? See, I've got. Sadie, I've got... I've got a theory here. Go on. I've got a theory that Sadie uh, is uh, a teenage baby. What do you mean she's a teenage baby? No, she's a teenage baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That'd be a theory, right? She's just a giant baby. see that coming. No, so Wendy and Andy had Sadie when they were very probably in high school. Because there was always there was always one or two that were pregnant in high there school. There was at our fucking high school, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I think that's I what think, happened. Well, that must, like, for the timeline to work, that must be what it is. But Wendy says we were struggling to have a baby. Like, I, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know you were struggling to have a baby because you wouldn't necessarily really be trying to have a baby when you're 18, 19, 20, would you really? That, it doesn't. I it doesn't really make sense for me. I don't like I like the storyline as a storyline, but then if you like there's those little bits and I think, well that doesn't really work. And neither of them seem the type either. 
One of them's a policeman. One of them's a bit of a ditzy, but she's like, she doesn't seem like someone who got caught up in issues when she was younger, really. Yeah, but then know. she has lamented that she's never really had a career because she's been raising Sadie this whole time. So, yeah, maybe she never even got out of high school to do it. But maybe, maybe, maybe like, and again, a couple, you know, a couple of years later, you're like, ah, oh, should we just have another one and get it out of the way? And then we've had two kids. And I've got, I've got a friend who's just like, yeah, I had them as close as possible together just so we could get it done. And then we don't have to worry about it again. Right. We've okay. got two kids. We'll do it now. Close as we can together. Done. Boy and a girl. Job done. Well, it's basically that this Sadie was two when he when JJ was conceived then. Like she's a couple of years older yeah. than him. Um and then obviously Andy and Wendy haven't had any more kids. But then he's has possibly, we don't know, we don't know, this is what happens next, so Remy's like, well we don't know, we're going to have to find out for definite her and Wendy bond a little bit over this, they're like, how was your day? Well, fucking anthrax, how was your day? Husband spunked in a cup like, they both had a pretty <laughs> shit day here, um, so they bond over that, and the, Remy says, well, look I'm a doctor, apparently um, I'll get the DNA kit sorted, and, and they all get swabbing, don't they? They do, they all get Right in the mouth, get swabbing yeah. straight away. Uh, while this was all going on, as this has all come out, and because Remy and Wendy were completely in the fucking dark about all this. So I really, did really like all of the, the, the fallout then. And then this, this next episode, the fallout from that big bombshell was really, really good. I did love it that once they all started arguing again, JJ just fucking liked it. He did. <laughs> It is the best reaction. If if you're in trouble, just fucking like it. You've got to take that into the real world now, aren't you? If, if ever yeah. I'm in trouble, I'm just going to run. Just just fucking like it. So he likes it. Kara catches up with him and then talks to him. And everyone, and I liked as well that the whole street were talking to yeah, each other. Like oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, know what, I get why people would, would like it, but I was yeah. just like, it was, and this person found this person to talk to, and this person found this person. It. I I get why I do. It was I just yeah. It's a bit silly, but it was neighbours silly, I suppose. Yeah, I, no, I really like that that people were having conversations about stuff because I don't think we get that on neighbours. Stuff just happens, and then nobody. That's all neighbours is it's <laughs> fucking people on a street chatting shit to each other. That's <laughs> that is literally neighbours. No, but I, I don't think we get people working this stuff out through the conversation. I think we we jump to like whatever the next stage of, you know, denial or whatever the next stage of that person's feelings is. We just jump straight to that. We don't get the in-between where they're... You like the in-between bit, okay. Yeah, I like okay. the in-between bit. Well, you're just talking to people and you, you're not even quite sure what you think. You're just speaking out loud and... Just That's what this you, podcast is, to be fair. Yeah, I am just forming thoughts as I go along here. Yeah, Every, sometimes not even complete ones. <laughs> That's why I like it, because this is what talking I do. By the end of this podcast, I've usually formed a thought. Okay, good. <laughs> Something to look forward to at the end, everyone. So everybody talks. And, and I like as well that it's not just resolved as well. Like Remy comes home and Kara's like, all right, how are you doing? How's your day? And she's like, fuck off. I'm going inside. You can yeah. carry on doing the gardening. And everyone's just not quite okay with each other. Sadie just gets the fuck out of there. She's like, I'm just going to hang, hang out with Haz and Mac and everyone. Yeah, because can't be fucking dealing with this. 
Uh, yeah, and everyone, like, everyone just looks really torn up. This has blown everything apart. As, well, it's a, it's, it, it was the biggest storyline. One, it was the only one that was kind of still the storyline from the beginning. Was the is he his dad kind of thing, and it's not finished yet. He's still carrying it on. So I'm glad that they've done a bit of long term uh, storytelling with it because uh, it, well, it is the best one. I don't care about quite a few of the other little storylines, and people are like moving on from one storyline to another very quickly. This one they've actually spent some time with, um, which has been great, and also. Worth mentioning, and I mentioned it to you, and I think you then posted it on the socials. Um, like the same person wrote both the first two episodes this week. That the kind of because you could kind of play it as one episode, really. I mean, we yeah. don't watch it Monday and Tuesday, but the same person wrote it, and you can tell we have mentioned this a few times on this podcast where. Last, especially last week, a different person wrote each of the four episodes last week, and it seemed quite um, all over the place, not really flowing as well as it could do. These two episodes were really good. They flowed really well. The writing of it was, for the most part, really good. Um, obviously, I'm moaning about a couple of things, but it was good. Do that more often, because we'll get to the second half of the week in a second, Two different people wrote the other two episodes. I check this all the time now because it fascinates me and I can't understand why why it happens. Two different people wrote the other two episodes. Um, and they and feel, yeah, and they feel massively disjointed compared yeah. to the first two. Yeah, it blows my mind. Like it must, it must be just the pace of it, as in like getting this film and getting this out. Yeah. that they just they can't. It blows my mind that they just go go right. Okay, you're writing this week. This is your starting point. This is your ending point, right? As a week of neighbors, it, it so there's some kind of consistency through that week. And if it's shit, you don't come back. And someone, and if it's good, you can write another week down the line. But it, yeah, it must just be the pace of it, and then they just can't afford to do that. And it, that's, but slow the slow it down, slow the pace down a little bit. You've got time. Yeah, you're you're on a streaming service now. You don't have to churn this stuff out. I think that is one of the yeah. I, if if we were if we were wishing for stuff, I think that would be one of the things we'd have somebody writing a full week, the full four episodes maybe, um, and then we'd also say just slow it down a little bit. We'd rather it be as good as it can be, and that's whether it's the writing or whether it's taking another take for the actors or redoing a bit for a, a shot that didn't quite look right. Spend that extra hour. And spend a bit of time. I know it, everything, it's really expensive to make a TV show. Of course it is. And time is money and all that. But it could, it, like, we like Neighbours. We think it's fun. But it could even be better if you just took a little bit more time, surely. Yeah, imagine if every week was like those first two episodes. Yeah. Imagine. And it wasn't just, so we're, we're obviously bigging up the main storyline, which is that one. There was another good storyline yeah. that was happening alongside that in the first half of the week, wasn't there? Exactly. So like I said, Sadie is like, fuck this, this household's a nightmare. I'm, I'm going chilling with Haz and Mac. Uh, I'm going to help them with their problems just to take them my mind off my problems right now with the family. You know uh, what? I, I, she hasn't been in it that much, really, Sadie. She's kind of in other people's storylines yeah. at the moment. But I like that. And I think in these couple of episodes, I really like her character because I think she's pretty normal 
She's the yeah. most normal person possibly on the show because she was like, this is really shit. I'm going to distract myself. That is something that I, I think I would probably do. I, I, I can't deal with this right now. I'll go and do something else. And then the, how she is, she, she's quite funny in just a lot of like her little looks and reactions yeah. and things like that, which we'll get to. Like, I like I really like her. I think like she doesn't necessarily need to be in a full like prominent in a storyline. She can just be in other people's and kind of be again be us a little bit in the storylines. Yeah. yeah, she plays a late teenage girl very very well. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's constantly got a phone in her hand. Yeah, constant. Which I've got a teenage daughter. Constantly got a phone in her hand, yeah. just fucking looking down, playing with the phone, uh, and just a kind of aloofness to a lot of stuff is exactly how my daughter is as well. It's, yeah, it's that. And it's also being so clued up that she's kind of spotting things as we, the viewer, are spotting them. Yes. And she's going, hang on a minute. And she's like, do you want to talk about that? What's what's the deal? What is So she comes in to see um, into the house, has a Mac and that lot. She's yeah. she's hanging out with that lot a lot. What's going on over there? It's not all it's all not all rosy for has at the moment, is it, at the start of this? No. Uh so that whole fucking stuff has gone down with Ed last week. He's nicked everyone's stuff. Uh so Mac, obviously she's lost her wedding rings, which she's pretty broke up about. Uh but and again, another thing I like about Sadie is that she's got fucking logical solutions to these things. She comes in and just goes, Well, wait a minute, I had one of those Apple they don't say Apple air tags, but I've got one of those Apple AirTags. Why don't I have a look at my phone now, see where it is, and then we'll go find it. Which would make sense because her dad is a policeman and he'd be like, make sure you get all this tech, all the stuff, so if anything happens to yeah. your shit, we can find it. Or we can find you. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. And then like Hazzy's like, right, fucking brilliant. Let's go. Uh, I can't remember who says it to Sadie. She's like, should we not call the police? I think it's Mark. She goes, should we not call the police first? And Sadie just goes, eh, I'll text my dad. Yeah. <laughs> he works for the police. He'll, let, he'll pass the message on. Yeah. Uh, it was, again, some great aloofness. Uh, so Haz and Holly go because Holly wants to fucking have it out with Eden. So they find, they find the, the address. Holly stays in the car. Haz sneaks around the back. He's going to yeah. catch him. Ed's just kind of, I don't know, he's putting the bins out. He's just kind of getting on in well, his life. He's really. got the box of stolen items and he's just walking <laughs> through his garden with it. It's just stupid. It is but a bit stupid. This. It's all the stuff because they have a scuffle. It's quite a good scuffle. I think it's a scuffle. Yeah, it was, it was a good fight. It started a bit lame because uh, so has his round the back and he's got no luck, he can't find him, so Holly's like, fuck this, I'm getting out. Finds him, confronts him. I was disappointed that they just went straight away. Yeah, he's a bad guy, he nicked all the stuff. I I, I was a bit disappointed with that, because when he said, what do you mean? I thought he was then going to say, I didn't nick your stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I am a cunt, but I didn't nick your stuff, so what's your fucking problem? But he just go, he just instantly, he skipped a big chunk there and just went, yeah, I did nick all your stuff. I'm going to fucking kidnap you now. I Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, wait, I can explain this. I have nicked your stuff. However, I've had to nick your stuff because I owe some money to these really dodgy guys. Yeah. So I've had to do that. I'm, I'm in trouble myself. I'm not, 
a bad egg. <laughs> Turns out, at this stage, he is just a bad egg. Yeah. Locks Holly in the in the garden shed. Yep. Straight away. Has catches him. He like I said, the fight didn't start off great. He kind of weakly tackles into the floor, and I'm like, oh, I didn't this mind is... the tackle. I didn't mind that. No, you want him like... to full on tech him down? Yeah, I, I, Naz isn't I, a fighter. He's not like you. <laughs> he's not just going to spear somebody, take him down. I have practiced spearing my seven year old son quite a lot. That's he's gonna <laughs> that's gonna put you on a register. I've got uh, I've I've got my technique down. So, yeah, uh, I was like, oh, this could be a bit shit. This, but then it wasn't. Then they just started fucking laying into each other. And it was a good, it was a good fight. Not a bad little fight. Um, the one, who won? No one really won, did they? It's kind of ended. Ed did one. He ran away again. <laughs> Fair play to Ed. Ran away, hopped in his van. We haven't seen him since. People are looking for him. People can't find him. He's fucked off. Ed will be back. We don't know exactly when. Um, I reckon he might be back next week. We might see him next week pottering around or something. He might come back and try and explain to Holly or something. We haven't seen the last of Ed, I don't think, on this no, podcast. No, Do you think we've seen the last of him on this podcast? Not at all. Excellent stuff. Because <laughs> uh, I like Ed, even if he is not a good egg. Well, this sparks the next little... St- so we've had that, but then it's just pivoting slightly this storyline, which I like. Because it's the yeah. same, and it's all the same people. It's it's not a big change. Oh, now we're doing this, but because Holly was locked in the shed, then has boots the oh, door. What a legend! Hey, what a legend! I've got what talking about bucket list before. Done the Chemical Brothers. Yeah. Kicking a door open is the next one. I'm going to kick a door right open, and kicking a door open to save a damsel in distress. That's peak. Peak oh, kicking a door, surely. That's the best reason to kick a door open. Yeah, definitely. Uh, breaking and entering is also a good one as well. Uh, but yeah, preferably a damsel in distress. I should yeah. probably say my wife at this point. Uh, there's more <laughs> chance of her saving you than you saving her. Yeah, probably, yeah. There's more chance of her ramming my head through a door. Fair point. Um, <laughs> but has done it, kicks it open and rescues Holly. And this has quite an effect on Holly Highland, doesn't it? It certainly does because he's... Her knight in shining armor now. Yeah. And she is looking at Haz in a completely different way. And I like this because you you see that look quite a few oh, times. Yeah. And and I've saying about I like I've quite enjoyed what Sadie's doing and Sadie's a character. I was a bit meh with Holly Highland for the first whatever how many whatever weeks the show's been on. I was like, I'm not that fussed. Then she was quite funny when she was being a dick at work. Then I was kind of not fussed again. Now I really like her. Because she's, yeah, she's, she's getting to do some quite it's funny stuff. Because now yeah. she has decided Haz is the one for her, and she is all over this shit. She is out to get her man now. Yeah. I like the fact with Holly is that you can see the cogs working and like you can see the cogs working as she's as she's thinking it. And you're like, like she gives you a look and you're like, oh, she likes Haz now. Yeah. And it's just she yaks that fantastically because she doesn't need to tell you anything. She just she just does it with her expressions. Well, and she, well she's doing with that with her expression, yeah. And she's like, oh, I do quite like him. Who's this guy? I like him. And then Sadie's just at the side going, she quite likes him now. It's and really, can, it's really yeah, you, can, you can see her going, oh, for fuck's sake, this yeah. is not And I like as well, this is not a storyline we saw coming. We have predicted no. so much coming already. 
quite cynically, but I did not see this storyline coming a fucking mile off. And it needed I, something with this because, like, and I wasn't ready to really give a shit about. Like, they're they're working together at the moment. These characters are are in the the thing together, aren't they? You've got yeah. Haz, Mac, um, Holly, and Sadie. They're like kind of little team. Byron's doing his own thing with Misha, whatever. Um, but these four, I was like, I'm not really that forced. I don't really know these people that well, and I'm not really that bothered. I am now. I want to know what what happens next with this because they decide to. Holly's now getting dressed up and everything. She comes round. Oh, this is why because Has and Billy call it a day. They do. Bit of a shock heel turn for Billy here. Like she's been perfectly lovely, hanging out with the gang. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah Billy's, Billy's fucking brilliant. She comes down in the morning to make herself a coffee. Trevor's there, and she's like, oh yeah, you go for a piss outside. And she's like, do you know what? It's got a lot cunt outside. She's sick of dark, and he, I think he woke her up because he was trying to get out. Because it's not uh, morning time; it's middle of the night. And she goes, "He wants to go out for a piss, fine." And then she has a, like a dastardly look on her face, and she's just like, "Stay outside, dickhead." And she does, and she leaves him out till morning. And then Has is like, "Whoa, what's happened here?" And she goes, "Yep, let him out. Kept him out. He's doing me head in." Has it, and she says, "Like, who are you going to choose?" She said this before. Who were you going to? Who would you say from a burning building has? Me or Trevor? And he goes, without even breaking a, a sweat or anything, he just goes, Trevor. Dead yeah. straight face. Not even a hint of a joke. Dead straight face. Um, so, bye-bye, Billy. Yeah, she's gone. They have a row. And that's it. She's she's fucked off. Has is very much, fuck that bitch. I'm go- I yeah. want to play with my dog all day. Yeah. See how far that gets what you. What an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wasn't massively keen on how Has handled that. Has is like Has was a good like he did he did this the save the day thing, but before that, I haven't been a big fan. I think he's been a bit of a dick. He's been put he's been showing off his relationship with Billy to Mac and going, "Oh, we're doing this. Oh, you you dated that guy who's clearly a bad egg." Like he's just a bit of a knob, I think. So he's kind of saved himself there. With the with the saving of Holly and getting Mac, because they get Mac stuff back. She they get all the stuff and the rings are hidden in the inside lining of the bag. Fine, she's happy she's got them. She's not that fussed about has at the moment. She's saying, "Oh, it was clearly too early to start dating someone. I'm not over that other guy who died yet, even though it was over two years ago, and I've started dating this Eden guy, but now I'm not." Sadie's trying to say, come on, Has is a good guy. Holly is not wasting any time. She says to Susan, I'm going to get him. Yeah, she does. Straight away. And I love that she's very much a mother in this point. Like, she's very much Izzy Hoyland. She's like, I've set my sights on this person. I, I'm for, I'm getting what I want, basically. And she turns it straight away, turns up to 11, shows up at, the, shows up at their house in a bikini, goes, let's all go swim. Gets I, in the pool. Margarita's. Margaret, yeah, let's get pissed. Let's have some mags. Uh, will you run? Will you rub the uh, suntan lotion onto my back? She's, she's hitting him with all the good stuff. Yeah, and I liked as well that then Trev was doing stuff, and like Trev was effectively cock blocking Holly because he'd be like rubbing the the stuff on her back, and then like Trev would be like, oh, he like bark because he wants to throw the ball. He's like, oh, I think Trev wants to go throw the ball. She's like. Fuck's sake, right, okay, let me think of something else. No, I don't think it's Trevor. He has, he's using that as the excuse. He is not, he, he, this is the problem. 
if she bikini alcohol the sun cream i'll sit on your shoulders she's hitting him with big <laughs> moves here and he is he, let's share a towel she's hitting him with all of her that's five things there Anymore. She does admit later on that those are her best moves. Her best moves. The she, five moves of doom. Exactly. <laughs> and he's not either not she he's not picking up what she's putting down at this stage. No. I would I'd have I'd have crumbled on t- bikini. First one, who am I kidding? Oh, First yeah. one I would have gone, yep. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd have just, I was like, yeah. I, that's exactly how I wouldn't have been able to find any words. No. You wouldn't get you wouldn't you wouldn't be going for a beach a beach day with Trevor over a, no. a, a fun fun day with Holly Highland. No chance. Yeah, um, I'd have literally Sadie spotted all this. She takes a little picture because she is on it with her phone, obviously. She takes a little picture of them cuddling up under the, the towel. It was really just Holly making a move, and sends it to Mac and says, Get your get your ass back round here. Apparently, Mac's not got a job. Apparently, no one's got a job in the, at this point because <laughs> These first two days, it's not the weekend. It was the weekend last week. You don't get more than one. Like, you can't be t- have two weekends. Um, <laughs> but no, one, no one's gone to work. Raga Murphy's doctor not showing up today. And probably not tomorrow either because she's doing, she might have anthrax and doing the sperm stuff. Cara, building manager, not showing up to work. The boys, off school again. Mac <laughs> doesn't look like she's going to work wearing denim dungarees or whatever she's wearing. Sadie, no Abigail inside. She's fucked that kid off as much as a dad. <laughs> it has. Who's running the fucking coffee shop? Yeah. Holly Highland, not working. No one's gone to work here. They're all just arsing about. And you're right, it is midweek, because the person who does go to work this week is Toadie for once. But we don't see him at work. We just see him wearing a suit and tie. And then he says, oh, I'm late, and he fucks off. Where does he actually go? <laughs> And we know school's open because Nell's going to school. We know school is open because we'll get to that. So that yeah. was it. Um, I really enjoyed the the Raga Murphy storyline and the the Has Holly what, whatever's going on over there storyline. Um, so that was the first half of the week, and I was like, "Whoa, this is going to be fun to talk about." Then we got the second half of the week, and it's I know I know I said we would be done in an hour. We might not be. Because um, there's a lot of shit that didn't make sense in the next two episodes. The main thing that was building up for these two episodes was the return of a character. And the internet was blowing up over this. And they were very excited that Shazza, Sharon Davis, Davies, Davis, I don't know. Not that one, not the swimmer um, and the former gladiator <laughs> from the UK. The other one who used to be in Neighbours. Now, here's my problem with this storyline, possibly. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't watch it then. I don't know no. who this is. I don't care. The fact that this person who I don't know has returned, I think you said last week, oh, it, like we're trying too hard to use things from the past in things for the future kind of story. Yeah. And this, I think this is a prime example of that. It's popped everybody on the internet. Everyone's gone, oh, brilliant, yeah. he's back. For me, it, I'm not bothered. Yeah, I think as well. I don't think I've watched anything with her in it really. Like no, yeah, the, the part you know, the year she was in, I think I dipped out. Of those That's years. our I fault. That's yeah, our that fault. fault. But unfortunately, dear listeners, you have to listen to our opinions on this. <laughs> You've done this far. Um, yeah, I just don't care. It's someone who I don't know or care about, and she's come back 
and she talks. So she's come back to find Mel. She shows up at the school, just walks in. Just walks in, yeah. <laughs> Straight to Jane's office, the head teacher. Jane's not doing anything except scrolling on Facebook. You, you've met. Why? What's your job? She's on your Facebook. School's closing in. down. School's closing down. She's making no effort. She's just looking at other people going, oh, I can't believe this closing the school down. She's doing nothing <laughs> in the middle of the day at work. If you're a head teacher, it's a busy job. Come on. <laughs> and this woman walks in and she goes, all right, Sharon. What? <laughs> can't do it. No, come on. <laughs> So, yeah, Jazza is worried about Mel. Uh, she's moved the house again and changed the phone number, and she's a bit worried about she doesn't know where she is. So she asked Jane if she knows anything, and Jay's like, nah, I've been fucking England with Guy Pierce, mate. I've got fucking clear, and then yeah. I've got all this school stuff to deal with. However, Nell has showed up to school, because school, school is definitely still on, and has yeah. overheard Shazza and Jane talking, heard the word Mel, is pinged, so she does some investigating. She gets hold of uh, Shazza's number from a bit of jiggery-pokery, a bit of sleight of hand with Jane. She gets Jane's phone. Jane. She gets Jane's phone, finds Shazza's number on it, then rings her and says, it's me, Nell. Yes, Nell Rebecca. Like Shazza, who has not been on this show for 30-odd years, would know. <laughs> and she goes, oh, right, Nell, yeah, fancy going for a coffee. But I liked how I, I did like how Nell did all this. She's she's nice and devious, and I like that. Uh, and you can again, you can see the cogs working in her face when she's. Uh, I, I've got a contrary opinion no, you can, here, and I think it's too much. Like the, I, I, she like it's the, it's the actress who's doing it. Fair play, she is doing pretty well with being devious. She has got a devious look. I don't think they need after every line she says to show the devious look. <laughs> it's every time I know like that might be contradicting what we said about the others, but it it literally every line she says it like zooms in on her face and she goes, <laughs> She might as well twirl a fucking mustache and tie someone to the railroad in a top hat. It's just a little bit much maha. Yeah, so she meets up with Shazza. Uh doesn't really get that much information out of her. Uh but she does she does now know that Mel misses her and Mel's always looking at their Facebook pictures. Probably she, in the middle of the day while she's at work. She, well, she's got albums, she says. She says, no, she's got albums of you. She's got loads of pictures of you. She's always been thinking about you and all that kind of stuff. This, I, I'm, I'm tempted to pull pass this off on my own theory, but I read it online, so. Um, somebody online put, they think that the reason why Mel has left, she said, I can't be your stepmom, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When actually she she left because she is ill and she didn't want to put Nell and the kid oh. that is never in the show what's the uh, other Hugo. kid? Hugo. Hugo didn't want them to go oh you're ill, our mum was ill and died so, so they left and I think now, so that I saw that and I think part of the reason she's moved house, has she moved into some sort of hospice kind of place Ooh. or you know like an assistant I don't know, not yeah. like a full-on, like, you're going to die, but a kind of, we'll look after you for, in a way kind of place. Yeah, oh, that's a good theory. You know. That is a really good theory. I The only theory I'd heard was kind of, some, uh, it was to do with the whole D thing when she came back and the gangsters that had tried to kill her twin sister and then that they'd got onto Mel and she'd run away. 
Uh, that's the only one that, that I'd would heard. be absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> and it's possible. It is very, very possible indeed. We we are expecting we're expecting Mel for flashback week, right? We think that's why that's all going to kick oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think we've said before, like before flashback. That so wait a minute. Let, let me double check dates here. So it's flashback week for November is when November. Week is. That means next week's episode. The, by the end of next week, the last scene we'll get yeah. is totally opening the door. Mel will be like, Aya Tode, and then that will kick off flashbacks, flashback week. Okay. That's what we will get. So we're just building that anticipation more. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think Shaz is going to be around for too long. She was, I think she's here just to kind of do that. We might see her a couple of times next week, but I think that'll be it. I think she's just doing a short, ah, oh, remember me, guys, kind of stint, which is fine. But, and, the, and those people enjoyed it. Brilliant. Um, as I say, yeah, just not really, not really for me. I wasn't that bothered. Um, what's what's the other? I think there's only really one other thing going on in there. There is. Oh shit! And we're still under an hour here as well. This might be a long one. This might be. I don't know. No, well, well, just, we're going for it. Go, go. What's the last little storyline this week? Uh, so the whole Misha Barton thing. Misha Barton. Misha Barton. So she's having sleepovers at Byron's now as well, even though she has got a fucking well nice hotel. Uh, but. I don't she know. Can't resist the pizza boxes and Trevor, I imagine. Oh, they're pissing me off those pizza boxes. Just you would clear them out by now. Yeah, especially because... now you've definitely got Misha Barton coming round. Yeah, you'd tidy up a little bit. I would. Like my like, I'm relatively tidy. I think I don't make a lot of mess. Um, but you'd still, if Misha Barton was turning up at your house. You'd have a little whip round, wouldn't you? You'd tidy up a little bit. You'd throw out any rubbish. You'd have a hoover. You'd make sure there's not dog air on everything. You'd tidy up for Misha Barton. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, definitely not happen. Also, Trevor does some fucking massive fart as she walks in the room as well, which is funny. I, I, I was not a fan of this. <laughs> and then Misha's just like, I, I don't know how. I've never had to act to a fart before. So, well, I, No, she wouldn't have done. And you could tell it through her a little bit. I think at that, like, there was a poll online. I, I'm online a lot now. You are. You um, are really interactive. I'm trying to be a bit more interactive through that because I'm not allowed the Instagram um, account login details for this website. Apparently. You can have those. I've you never said you can have I'm, I'm having to ask you to do things a lot of the time. I never get to go on. You're emailing all our guests. I'm worrying constantly what you're putting in those emails. It's not fun for me. But on the Twitter, because I had to log on because you got us fucking banned, I am now I, I not I, I'm one of the admins for the Twitter one, so I get on there a little bit and I um I try and be a little bit active and and do a little bit of that, not much because you know I've got other things going on, but a little bit. And I spotted a poll about Misha Barton on there, and there was four options to choose about Misha Barton on a time and neighbours and why she's been a bit shit on there. So it was something like, is she bored? <laughs> does she think it's beneath her to be on this show which I thought was a bit harsh um, is she just wooden and then the other one was I can't remember what the other one was there was, there was a fourth option I can't remember what it was and I think this was the moment where like I think I don't know if she's been putting her all into it up to now. And I think this moment when she had to deal with a fart, <laughs> I think this is where she went, call my agent. Yeah. And it's it's funny because by the end of the week, they're like, yeah, you're back on a flight to America. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they're making plans to get her out of there. The agent's been on and said she didn't sign up for farting. Um, a lot of the other shit she kind of made a peace with, but the farting, she is, she's kicked yeah. off. Um, yeah. Get she's, her out of the show. She's please. really enjoyed shagging Byron. He's a good-looking lad. Good-looking lad. Yeah, I didn't think he was that good-looking at first, but he has grown on me. I He's grown on me looks-wise, but he's also grown on me performance-wise. I, yeah. I quite like him. I think he's pretty like good, him. and I would be shocked if he doesn't end up being Guy Pearce's son. <laughs> he looks like Guy Pearce. He does look like Guy Pearce. I feel a bit bad because we are a big fan of the original cast members on this show. We like the OG. I have been openly trying to set up a stable of OG characters, and I've kind of forgot about the OG Byron now. Not interested. Couldn't care less. Yeah, he has done well to kind of own that role. That uh, that role and make me forget about the OG Byron. Also, a little little fact for you. Well, not a fact. A little find, shall I say? So Misha goes around for for dinner later on at Jane's house. Susan's there because what the fuck else is she going to be doing? She's and got nothing to do at the minute. Has she? She is so fucking listless. She had a storyline for two episodes, and it was I've bought a load of shit. Yeah. Since then, there's been 26 other episodes and Susan has done fuck all. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't think any... There was another poll online who, like, from the originals, so it was Susan, Carl, Paul and Toadie, which one has done fuck all? <laughs> and, like, I, couldn't, I can't decide. Susan's done fuck all. Carl's had to leave because he had a UK tour to get to, so I can understand that. Paul's kind of, he was the one I voted for and said had done the most because he's kind of been in the Misha Barton storyline. Yeah, he's still running a hotel. He is. He's still doing stuff. Toadie, I think, has also done fuck all. And I, I, I know this is the Misha Barton part of the storyline, so I apologise for going off a little bit. This mic pushes over an hour. Um, Toadie, I think, is the worst He's the worst character. Like, I, I, I'm not really loving Misha Barton, but at least her character is doing something and there's something for her to Toadie is the worst for me. I think they should have killed him off. Or he should have <laughs> left the show. I do. Because I don't know what he's doing here. He's, he's there to just kind of do the Mel thing that's coming. So he kind of feels like he's treading water a little bit at the moment. But for me, what's, what's the, the Batman Harvey Dent quote? What is oh, it? You, live long enough. Uh, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's neighbours for me. <laughs> Kill people off and like you care, don't you? But if you're there the whole time, people stop giving a shit. And now I think that's, I don't, like those original people, I know you need them to, to kind of, they're the backbones of the show, but if you're not going to do anything with them. Yeah, well, kind of what, what's the point? What's the point? What is the point? Uh, what is the point I was making? I don't I know what we're talking about, Misha Barton, sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so the round at dinner and Misha's staring off. All the pictures Misha changed. Misha always staring off. She is That's always. She loves we, I like the looks from Sadie. I like the looks from Holly. I wasn't keen on the Machiavellian look from Nell. I, the, every single scene with Misha Barton, she stares off into fucking space. And you've got no clue what she's thinking about. It's 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 how long do I have to be here for? <laughs> I read I read something in the Sunday Times style magazine because uh, my mum saved it for me. 
she said, I've saved this for you. First, I was like, right, why? My what? My style is what it is now, Mum. I cannot do it. I will never give up on either being in a 90s boy band or Blink-182. That's pretty much my style, <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, and she said, no, it's got um, someone in Neighbours on it and then, like, your podcast and that. Um, I don't let her listen to it because, obviously, it's not appropriate. No. Um, but <laughs> she knows we do it. And she said, someone, it was Misha Barton. There was, like, an article in Misha, on Misha Barton being in Neighbours. And it's quite a nice article. And, it, and there's some stuff in it that makes me think, I don't want to give Misha Barton a bad time. Like, she listens to the podcast either. Um, but it's, like, she obviously went through it hard in the 90s. Uh, mm. No, early 2000s when she was in the OC and she was hounded by the paparazzi and people gave her loads of shit, blah, blah, blah. That's awful. That is crap. Um, and we don't want that. That's rubbish. And so I don't want to sound like we're giving her our time, but, we, you know, we have to give our opinions on the show and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it said that she was in Melbourne filming for two months. She was all, she, she only did two months filming. Yeah, so you've man. got to think, like, they do get through the episodes over there. I would equate that to three months' worth of episodes for us in the real world. Yeah, that's so, a shout. So, so far, there's been, what, we're on 28 episodes. I reckon by, I reckon she's, she's not going to go straight away, but she is going soon because she, she was oh, only yeah, there this... two months. Yeah, th- this is her storyline wrapping up now. Or maybe not even her storyline, just her in general. Like, the-, the look for the sister might continue, but without her. Maybe. I, I, and I think I do think we'll get more Sinclairs, but yeah, it's mentioned at the end, you you need to go back to the United States. That's how it kind of ends. Yeah. And she, you can, the look on her face is kind of... Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> that means I'm good. like, finally... Finally. It does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you think they're withholding half the money? Is it, that's what it is. They've gone right. They said, we've paid you half up front. Yeah. You'll get the other half. When you're done. When you're done. I won't be surprised. It's just not been... You've still got a point that you want to make about Nicolette's picture in there, else, right? Go on. And- yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so predictable. You can, see, you can see what's going on in my head straight away. Go on. Uh, yeah, so there is a picture. There's nice little pictures of Mike and Jane when they're younger. Uh, there's yeah, there's pictures of Byron, and then yeah, there's a picture of a girl. I'm like, don't recognise that girl. Think they've recast Nicolette. It's been long rumoured for a while now that they've recast her. And yeah, I think so. It, apparently so. So we'll maybe get to meet the new Nicolette at some point. You know what? It'd be nice to meet the new Colette. Um, but it would also be nice to maybe see what the old one <laughs> has been up to and what her thoughts on all this are. It would be, wouldn't it? It's always nice to it know. It would be. I have told you, I am farming a stable of OG Neighbours characters. Uh, they're possibly just to, so we can make our own version of this. I think this is the ultimate goal, right? We just make our own version of Neighbours. Well, if they're not going to call us in on to do the real one, then yeah. Yeah, we'll just make our own one. Obviously. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the new Nicolette, Nicolette, new Nicolette is going to be there soon, I reckon. Well, it doesn't even have to be soon. They've planted the seed. We know it's happening. And also, um, I read online <laughs> uh, who, the, who the new Colette is. 
Oh, have you? I do not know this information. This might not be true. This is just some dickhead on whatever. But it could be true. And if it's this person, they are on the Instagram. So you will have to send them an email because I don't have the login details for that. <laughs> you can have them anytime. Mm-hmm. Just have to ask. Well, that's pretty much it. That was pretty much it, wasn't it? Do we think yeah. how many more weeks do you reckon you've given Misha Barton? Two. Right. Two weeks. Well, I'm, I'll go. I'll go a couple more. I'll go four more weeks, and then see you later. Well, the thing is, right? So they've filmed this as so they're gonna have like a Christmas break, like a good month of like they're, they're filming this as like kind of seasons almost. So this is kind of season one of the reboot whoever it is and this is gonna we don't know when it's gonna take us up to i'm assuming before christmas and then it's not gonna come back till mid-january something like that they're gonna follow because in australia when they showed these in the past they would take a two-month break over um december and january during okay. their kind of summer holidays that's why the uk could eventually catch up because bbc and channel five would continue playing them on but they would take a two-month break to to kind of reset and move about the next year and the next season, etc. So we're gonna. Rumor is we're gonna get that as well. We haven't been given dates and stuff yet. Uh, they're still pushing the flashback week thing. So we're there's gonna be a gap, is what you're telling me. There is gonna be Ooh, a gap. Nice. So, so in that gap, Christmas we up, don't Adam. have to do this, which is great. We can have a nice Christmas and New Year. But also, that will mean, in theory, for us and for our podcast, that there will be actors and writers for Neighbours who won't have much to do for possibly a month or two. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe not Christmas off after all, Adam. Sorry. Uh, if it's chatting to them, that's not work. That's fun for me. I don't mind. <laughs> so, yeah, Misha, two, three weeks, I reckon she's off. Uh, she did try and find a sister in in. In between oh, all yeah. that. She bought a car off a, off a kid a for $5,000 on, uh, on the school playground. More people just walking into this fucking school and doing what they want. Like, just handing kids wads of cash, meeting them at, for a coffee at a tram. No wonder the place is getting fucking shut down. I've been specifically told I can't hang around outside schools. With good reason. But then I also feel like Misha Batten made a bit of an error offering $5,000 yeah. for this like clapped out piece of shit car. Like you go in, if you're offering something, you go in pretty small. She would, if she'd gone, that car was probably not worth more than like $500, I reckon. If she'd yeah. gone grand, she spent too fucking... much on everything. We found this with the fucking jumper. She spent three and a half thousand dollars on a jumper. She just spent five thousand dollars on a car. She found nothing in it except this affirmation card, which means that the uh, sister might be at some sort of rehab place or something like that. What was she else was she expecting to find? You know what she could do? She could get. Um, a DNA sample and swab it for sperm and see if the problem is then you know what the problem is though and I get why she didn't do it it's because it wouldn't it, that car had not been used by a sister for so long um, and it was quite an old car any of that sperm you'd have to scratch it off it would definitely <laughs> not have soaked in and I, there you go that is the reason why so fair play to her <laughs> Uh, I've, I've got another story for you. 
you, you just reminded me. Okay, go on. Tell one last story, then we'll wrap it's, it up. Yeah, we'll wrap very it. close. We have gone over an hour just. So if you can bash this out in three minutes, which sounds like the sperm story again, um, <laughs> go for it. Quick as you can. It is a sperm story. Excellent. So uh, me and a girl uh, were in a car park one night, quite late night. Is this your wife? Uh, no, no, this was before. Oh, shit, she'd better not listen to this then. <laughs> no, this is before my wife. And so we, uh, we were in a car together. Things happened. Uh, the next morning, I didn't realize it was her mum's car and that she'd borrowed her mum's car. I thought it was just her car. Hmm. The next morning, her mum texts her and goes, why the fuck does my car smell like sex? You are never allowed to borrow my car again. Oh, God. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I didn't know it was a mum's car. Why are you making it smell like sex if it's her car? What are you because doing? It hadn't, because it hadn't had time to dry up yet. So. What were you doing, though? <laughs> was it like a... I imagine it was like a hotel room in Lasseter's. If you got the black light out, you'd be able to see it just everywhere. <laughs> oh, God, what are you doing? Yeah, so then, that's a little story from my life that relates to Neighbours this week. Because that's 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 what we do on this podcast. We we watch episodes of Neighbours, and we say this constantly. It's sometimes about Neighbours. It's because we like to relate these stories to our lives. And you thankfully, there's do. been there's been some sperm stories this, yeah, this week. So i've I've got ple- I've got plenty in left in that well. That well has not dried up at all. Your sperm well has not gone dry. No, it that is. That is good to know. Maybe your wife will listen to the end of that, and that's a nice little thing to finish on, isn't it? <laughs> uh we're going to be back next time aren't we next this time next week this time next week yes we also, will be... not, you mentioned it earlier there's something else coming we yeah. love throwing the odd bonus episode at you there might be something else happening um yeah stay tuned to the socials of the weekend and you will see that we've also got something very special lined up for flashback week as well yeah but we're not going to tell you that like keep listening and keep watching the socials and you'll find out find all that in good time. Looking forward to it. We don't want to rush through these things. We want to let the storylines build a little bit. Do you want to rush out. through this outro, though? Do you want to stop no, talking because no. you're doing a long fucking goodbye <laughs> again? Which I know some people do like. I am not one of them, though. <laughs> again, I'm not rushing through this goodbye. I'm stretching out for as long as so it can. So remember what I said, everyone. If you feel like the podcast has ended, just stop listening. Do not keep listening to the end because it'll just be more of this shit. I think what I'll do is that I'll cut this off mid- <laughs>